What's good, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to Man to Man, where we bring a unique vibe to the traditional sports talk show. This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, Liam, the hoop star, Nash. Hoop, what's good, my guy? You're tuning in to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. All things basketball. Thanks for being with us today, man. What a week, Hoop. My God, what a week. You know what I'm saying? What a week it was for us. Uh, you know, the boys over at Man to Man, Liam was, you know, able to travel down to Nashville for a weekend. We were fortunate enough to drive around, you know, downtown in the city itself and, and give back to the homeless. It was awesome. We uh, we seriously could not have done it without the people who donated. So, you know, they donated many of their clothes, shoes, backpacks, blankets. We pretty much had it all. We were making the sandwiches. Who? Golly, brother. So, uh, you know, it was just an incredible experience. Hoop, I know you just got back in Indy, so thanks for coming down for a weekend. Um, so it's definitely, you know, not the last time that we'll do that. So stay tuned. We're going to make a cool video for it uh, we're gonna, and, you know, kind of show you guys what we did throughout the whole day yesterday. And, uh, you know, you guys will be checking. We'll be able to check that out uh, wherever, you know, you follow us at. But Hoop, I got to ask you, man, what was, the, what was the favorite part of your weekend? What was the best part? I would have to say I, I think the, the biggest thing was almost the preparation for, you know, sorting out the clothes, you know, mm-hmm. us just, you know, pretty much just kicking it, you know, getting all the preparation done was probably, I mean, it was enjoyable to do because seeing what the outcome was, putting the smiles on all these people's faces that we saw, I was just like, it all like made it feel so much better that yeah. we did so much preparation for it. And of course, just the day itself of going out, you know, seeing all these people enjoy, you know, a care package and, you know, the sandwiches, the triple yeah. dog decker sandwiches. The, the, the triple deckers, man. God. Yeah. But like oh. we, we realized we had. Well, first of all, we're not good at math. So we got two loaves of bread for 50 people. And we were like, all right, 24 pieces in each bag. It leads to 48. Then we'll have like two more. No, it was like 20 pieces, 20 sandwiches. And then we ended up having so much more meat than we were like expected, expected to have. And. We're just loading it up at the end. Like the last five sandwiches, we just threw like probably like 10 pieces of salami, ham, turkey, whatever it was, and just called them the triple deckers. It was hilarious. Uh, we had the swag bag. The swag bag was cool. We had a big backpack with shoes. We had the filas. We should have thrown in the and ones, but we couldn't find any and ones. But yeah, man, super cool weekend, man. It's, it's kind of crazy to just see you know, the, the, the smiles that these guys have on their faces. You know, they don't have a home, so it's it kind of puts, you know, life into a different perspective, especially during the holidays when you're trying to get some good juju back, you know, to yourself once you put that energy back out into the world. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we were more than happy to do it. But let's talk some basketball. We're back on the grinds, you know, talk about some preseason last week. I think we talked about Jake Paul, Nate Robinson going at it. a little embarrassing for, uh, you know, your boy Nate. I think Logan Paul and Floyd are going to go at it. That'll be hilarious. Uh, the marijuana, the, you know, we talked about that. Everyone can smoke pot now in the league, so that's cool. Um, J.R. Hennyman Smith, just don't show up high to the game. And is J.R. on a team, actually, or no? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't believe so. I don't so think right – okay, well, then I guess J.R. just getting lit on the couch. The Dion Waiters and Brandon, the guys who are still in the league, just don't show up high to the game. This week, I guess, you know, it's Christmas week. We're going to talk about some games – uh, we're excited that, you know, the Christmas Day games are actually happening this year. But before that, Liam, if you kind of want to just talk about the preseason, what we saw. I mean, I didn't watch every single game. I don't know if we took the preseason that seriously, but it was cool to see some new faces and new places, right? Yeah, I mean, I, let's just start with something that I haven't been really sold on yet, 
with obviously we didn't see KD and uh, Kyrie on. Um, I mean, in full action last year, we see them, you know, make their debuts. I think the Nets, they look good. You know, they really do look good. Um, but I guess my question to you here is just, what do you, what are your expectations? Do you see the K- KD Kyrie thing kind of working and gelling or what's your first initial thoughts on this for this upcoming season? Well, first of all, these two guys are kind of like drama queens anyway. So they kind of mesh well together. That's, that was my initial thought even before I saw them get back on the court burner account saying everybody's a pawn. My God, you act like you're a superhuman. You dribble a basketball and get paid a grossly disturbing amount of money. Not even going to get into it. But uh, I think the combination, once they actually did get onto the floor, the combination did, you know, prove itself electric, you know, seeing both players healthy and, and creating, you know, multiple options and angles for Brooklyn and the other key players on that team to, you know, get more, they create more space on the floor for other guys like that in the, con- in the corner, like Joe Harris, other guys, you know, you know, got the pick and pop with DeAndre Jordan can throw oops. And obviously, you know, the, the whole new coaching staff with Steve Nash, Dud and, uh, Mike D'Antoni, it's kind of funny just seeing how Steve Nash is the head coach and Mike isn't, right? But yeah, uh, my biggest I mean, thing. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say my biggest thing that I saw was KD looks like he really hasn't missed a step. Really, you know, no. he's out there taking it to the hole, dunking it. Still, I mean, obviously he's probably the you know top three scores in our league right now. So that was just refreshing to see that. You know, there were questions surrounding his, you know, healthiness and is he going to are we going to see the same KD? Mm-hmm. And, and from my eyes, it was pretty much no, no let off and yeah. the little amount of time that we saw him play. So I like that at least. That was yeah, great. I mean, they were talking about KD last year. He was, you know, he had a chance if he wanted to. to I think the doctors cleared him at the very end during play or before playoffs. He was like, you can go if you want to play. I think Kyrie kind of had this. Kyrie, no, Kyrie got hurt, but like he just didn't want to put his energy into, you know, the rest of those games. But KD was healthy last year. There was rumors about that. I remember that. But yeah, no, he he, he didn't miss a, a step like you were saying after being out for a full season. But I think the Nets are looking good. Uh, not my not my top pick in the East thus or so far. And um, you know, we'll see what happens once games kind of get playing and rolling here. They still have. Uh, you know, to sort out different touches and rotations of bench players and, uh, you know, just had to figure it out. But, that you know, they'll develop that over time. For sure. Um, let's go. Let's keep moving. Uh, next big kind of, you know, reuniting two players, John Wall. We got Boogie. We see them making their, you know, debut together as well with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time we saw these guys, you know, together, I mean, that actually made a, you know, push was the Kentucky days, right? I mean, yeah. they were heading it up in Kentucky. Um, what about this for you? Do you like what you saw from this? What about, you know, John Wall? What about Russ? The whole, you know, trading and stuff like that. What are your Yeah, we kind of touched up on it. James Harden's the guy, the kind of guy that's just, you know, been all out th- throughout the media right now, just causing a bunch of drama for this team when they're trying to, you know, they got the new coach, they got a new look. The trade is a good trade. Russ looks go- good over there in the Wizards with with Beal. But, I mean, John Wall, man, uh, you know, he's, he's against his debut in Chicago. He, he looked healthy, not too rusty, and, and, and definitely opened up the offense more than the James Harden kind of iso ball, get out of my way. Um, and James Harden just didn't show up to training camp. We all know that. You know, there are still rumors surrounding whether or not He's going to be shipped off here in the near future. I think a lot of teams are trying to push for that James Harden trade. 
Um, but, you know, when you looked at Wall and Boogie, they, they mess well together. A little pick and pop. Boogie's doing his thing. John Wall's doing his thing. So I, I don't think they paid any attention to the drama. And, uh, you know, like I said, him and Boogie just showed flashes of their, of their old selves. Right. We'll get into it a little bit later with the James, the whole James Harden thing. Are we going to get but, into that? There's a lot of teams that want James Harden, no? Yeah. Um, okay. But we got, we, you, you mentioned it with Steve Nash, but I think he brought up a good point with all these new faces uh, around the league, especially coaching-wise, right? Um, Van Gundy, Ty Lu, we got Thibodeau, Doc Rivers, even like, uh, you know, the Billy Donovan as well. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you, if you're these new coaches, what is the expectations that you could put on yourself? Are we just meshing them all and say whoever comes out with the most wins? Is that what you, you're saying as a good coach this year or what? What do you got well, here? I mean, just looking at it, it's, it's tough because it's preseason and, and so scrunched together this year. So it's it's almost like a summer league for the preseason, right? They're just playing all these guys that got drafted, the younger guys from last year, who sophomores. It's hard to tell. Like, I don't even, I don't think the Clippers won a game in preseason. Uh, they got right. smacked by the Lakers a couple times. And then it's Ty Lue. I mean, obviously, there's big spe- expectations with Ty Lue, but – I mean, you look at Doc Rivers and going over to Philly, and they're balling out right now. They still look good. It looks like they didn't, you know, they didn't uh, a flipping off uh, switch. You could say with uh, Billy Donovan and Doc, you know, Billy's looking solid over there, and in Chicago, it looks like they kind of got it going. But again, it's preseason. I don't know. I just, you know, that's that's a good point. You bring up Steve Nash, but yeah, just new coaches trying to figure it out. But uh, you know, when you got talent, you know, like the Clippers, what they have in the 76ers, and, and that's pretty, it's pretty, you know, expected. But with the Bulls and Billy Donovan, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Right. And that one thing that I kind of fail to, like, like recognize myself is this is one of the shortest off seasons that we've ever had in the NBA. Yeah. And if you're a new coach, getting a new team, new set of players without really, you know, the long summer break to kind of, fit with and and get to know how your players play these preseason games are you know that time to be like hey let's get after you know feel ourselves out players kind of getting to know what the coach likes and Mm. that this and that so it's kind of like on the hop type of deal and that's where i see it's a quickie it's a quickie my guy yeah very quickie one of those you know quickies in the car type oh my god it's a quickie (laughs) preseason out here but i i'll tell you what though the quickie preseason it's not all that bad for me. You know, if you have the opposite, take the opposite of what a quickie preseason would be is what every regular preseason is. Usually it's, it's feeling rushed. And uh, instead of feeling rushed, it's the dragged out schedule of, you know, a traditional NBA preseason with more practices, more games, more time ticking slowly, slowly, slowly until the real deal actually begins. So I don't, I don't mind this at all. Get it going, dude. Let's, let's play some ball. Right. Exactly. I, I like it. Um, Let's talk about some teams here uh, and some players with what we saw in this preseason. Uh, I got to say, let's start with the Warriors. We haven't seen the Warriors. You know, they didn't make the playoffs last year, but let's start with them and kind of work our way into kind of the rookies and some sophomore players. But Curry and the Warriors looking good, right? Are they looking good for you? Is this what you yeah, I'd tell like, you expected what, from yeah. them? Yeah, kind of. I guess so. I don't know because I just think the Warriors are back at it, man. The Steph's had a whole season off pretty much. He only played like six games. Clay said, I don't want to play, but golly, Clay, drink a little bit more chocolate milk and you might not fuck up. 
Um, listen, <laughs> but I think Curry's good, man. 29 points in 28 minutes against the Kings. Coach Curry just kind of said, go do your thing, dude. Like, it's it's right. pretty much Curry's just looking like a little kid out there still. He's got the fucking mouthpiece out and kind of just running around. What about hey. the what about the new hairdo? We get the we get I to like see the, the new little, hairdo. The little braided, you know. I mean, that's light skin to the fullest, my guy. I mean, looking pretty, look good, feel good, play good, right? You know, you're in Golden right. State, California. Yeah, I think think top five for me. I don't, I don't know if that's a hot take. I don't know if it if it's – I think it's reasonable. I mean, it's yeah. top five with the Warriors, man, to see what happens. Still got Ubre, still got Wiseman. I honestly haven't seen Wiseman play. I just didn't watch any of the any Golden State Warriors games, but it's, it's James Wiseman. My God, he, he went second in the draft, so. Right. Uh, I think, yeah, I got Curry top five, man. He's looking good. He'll he'll continue to do that. Yeah, I think for the Warriors, for me, I think it was also refreshing to see, you know, the Warriors kind of getting back to a little bit of what we're used to seeing the Warriors are, uh, team that they are, you know. Yeah. Um, but let's go into you. You mentioned James Wiseman, but let's talk about some of these these rookies in this preseason. And yeah. I'll start by saying the standout rookie for me was Lamella Ball. Mm-hmm. I think we saw because you got a crush on him, or is that because he 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 bricked off the the backboard in a floater? <laughs> there was a couple of times, yes, he you know just took the air ball, but I think it was just it was good to see that he you know he looks like he's having fun out there every second he's on the court. He's mm-hmm. out there throwing under the you know underhand oops, and and it just looks like he is you know really excited about playing and sometimes you don't see that from rookies as much because they're so worried about you know I have to perform I have to you know meet my expectations especially being a top pick and stuff so LaMelo kind of not putting that expectation at least not from what I can see he's just out there having fun so wait until he goes up against Pat Bad. but listen man I mean he's he's never been He's always been a star, you know, however many followers on whatever. He's 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 never been a rotation player. Uh, you know, he went out and played professional basketball. The guys who do that, you, we've seen in the league, uh, are just they're just they just develop sooner than later than than other guys. Uh, he just looks his game is potent right now, man. You see what I'm doing here, Hoop? His game is potent. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's fared himself in, in a way where he's, he's pretty much grown up with all these expectations and the spotlight and highlight on him. He's looking good. Just he's loose out there. Some guys, you know, get a little, a little stiff and nervous, but LaMelo's loose, man. Just, uh, kind of open up a little bit more about your, uh, your responses to the media. And, and then I'll be, you know, a little bit more impressed with LaMelo. You got LaMelo. I'm still looking at Anthony Edwards, number one overall pick. Um, you know, he, he didn't quite figure it out in his first game, but you know, it, it took until his second performance to reach double figures. Um, so I think what James Wiseman, uh, he okay, so he made his debut, debut. Um, but something's up with James Wiseman right now. I think Nico's getting a little bit Cole Anthony, my god, he's doing step backs, push offs on people. A couple of guys will be topping Tyrese, Denny Adida, all these other guys. I mean, they look good, man. But yeah, I still got Anthony Edwards looking sharp, and Lamelo will get there. All right, so I got your, I got your hot take, first hot take for this season. All right, what is and it? Ob Toppin will okay. become the rookie of the year if the New York Knicks can finish above 500 this season. I think, I think the the expectation of you know winning a rookie of the year year you have to perform well but your team also has to be good because that means 
that you're obviously helping your team win, right? So if the Knicks can finish above 500, kind of turn this corner of getting out of the bottom of the league, I think after seeing Obi Toppin play so far in the preseason, Obi Toppin, I mean, he can dunk the ball. He's like a, a quiet, you know, newer version of like a Blake Griffin almost. Just can mm-hmm. dunk it, I mean, one step dunk over three people if he has to. He's so, putting nuts on head. Yeah, I, so I think that's my hot, my first hot take here for the year is Obi Toppin will win Rookie of the Year if the Knicks can finish above 500. So I like to think see about all these James, young guys. Up. Think about James Wiseman. Uh, I, I realize why I haven't, because he hasn't played yet. <clears throat> I had some about a delay showing up to training camp, and then he's going to make his uh, his regular season, uh, his debut in the regular season opener. And Steve Kerr has got him going uh, starter. Okay, so, so right off the jump, I don't know if it's off there. the jump, but I think it's it's probably it's probably after the first game. Yeah, I don't know if he'll okay. he'll get off the jump just because he hasn't played with the guys yet. But I think pretty much second game he's going to start. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's why they drafted him. They needed a big guy, you know, to you know kind of fill the the missing role. So I'm I'm happy to see that. I'm excited to see that for sure. Yeah, just imagine um, imagine when these guys, you know, actually get to learn all the play calls and like LaMelo and then it's, it's, it's going to be scary. So we'll see what happens above 500. I love the hot take hoop. Keep it coming, baby. Keep it coming. Yeah, keep I got coming. to. Yeah, keep it coming. I'll try to. I'll try to. I'll try to. All right. Not um, too many, though. Not too many? Not too many because it's just – all right, what else we got? Come on, hoop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so big, big standout player for me. I, I think you kind of brought this to my attention, but mm-hmm. – we got uh, Horton Tucker for the Lakers, right? Just We're watching preseason over here, kind of. A little bit, but like from from my eyes, like you you kind of brought it to my attention. I rewatched some highlights. What's up with my guy there? Is he is he coming to play or what? Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, I don't know. He didn't really play last year. He, I mean, he got some minutes in in the regular season, obviously, but I think he got some uh, minutes in the bubble as well. But I mean, this opened the most eyes around the league, no? With media fans, uh, it just brings opt- more optimism to the team. I mean, scored you know 19 points against the Clippers. Uh, you know, the next the next day, I think it's Clippers again, 33 points on Sunday. Uh, he's got he's got moves, man, and, and he's known for a defensive player, right? So. For kind me, of a bigger, I, stockier guy. Bigger, you know? yeah, bigger, stockier guy. He's getting boards. He's he's dishing the rock. Uh, you know, the the Lakers have looked very vulnerable defensively uh, <laughs> with the go. loss <laughs> with the loss of Danny Green, Rondo, and Avery Bradley. That's been the word that I've been trying to fit in is vulnerable defensively. Didn't know that was like a basketball term. I'm trying to pick up on these basketball terms. Trying to you know listen to other podcasts out here. But uh, you know, he he immediately he immediately you know mounted a case for for minutes uh, consideration even after the Lakers' deep regular season rotation kicks in. So I got him in the lineup, man. He's he's gonna be that sixth or seventh guy coming off the bench. Yeah, a little short story right here, a little tidbit about the weekend. Uh, this last Friday, we were asked to do a little um, interview with another podcast, and we jumped on there, and we were supposed to be talking about a certain subject, and so. You know, we didn't want to go in there unprepared. So Andy got his uh, preparation started by listing some words that he uh, wanted to include uh, while we're talking. And uh, I was like, well, maybe you should have done some preparation on uh, 
the actual topics, not just words. <laughs> not just words that I want to throw into a sentence. I probably had, I mean, we were talking about the Ball family. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight words. Uh, I'll go ahead and list them out. I mean, if we're talking yeah, about go ahead. it. Yeah. The first one, vulnerable defensively. Never heard that in my life. Uh, kind of kinky sounding to me. I loved it. Uh, dark horses, potent, dispersed fared never been rotation players destination developed sooner than later um i think this is a podcast talking about the hawks so <laughs> kind of just <laughs> i don't know that we started using the word disperse and then uh, we were hanging out with other friends they're like seriously that's the longest word you guys know i mean fucking hey my brain doesn't go at a thousand miles per hour either my guy Hey, we're uh, learning on the fly here, man. We're just trying learn, to take hey, it one gotta, day at Throw it in, man. Throw some <laughs> words, man. I fucking got the wordly wise out again. I'm, golly, man. Hey, uh, let's get, come back, man. I'll, I'll get more words for you. Word of the day. We need to do a word of the day. What about Zion Williamson, man? Put up 26 points, 11 rebounds against Miami. Uh, yeah, looks he like looks like they were good, trying man. to, yeah, trying to put him on a minutes restriction last year, obviously due to injuries. Uh, but, you know, looking forward to a, a relatively, you know, normal workload uh, going forward with Zion. Yeah, I think Zion will be pretty much live up to his hype for sure. Kind of questions from last year. We saw a little bit of that, you know, preview in the bubble. But I think for Zion, he's going to be, you know, the everything that everybody thinks he is. And he looks like it. Um, got him. Zion. Have to, might have to check on his weight still. He still looks kind of bulky. Um, I yeah. know that was one of the things that coaching staff was, you know, kind of worried about, kind of just an awkward body style or shape or form for the NBA, more like a, a tight end type body instead of a power forward. But Yeah, I, I don't know. Dad bod, I guess the dad bod's still in the wave. <laughs> I'll tell you what, dad bod is out of the wave now nope. dad bod i think is like once 2020 is over i think dad bod is like a no-go anymore yeah no go get back in shape i mean i know i've been drinking a little heavy now you know yeah the you got yeah i'd say you I, I mean it's not worse than what i have i'm the sunburn from got <laughs> whoever's listening right now i have a very weird and abnormal uh sunburn uh what would you call it tattoo Maybe. Yeah, it's it's your it's your hands. You know, he went out in the sun, and he has his handprints on his you know lower stomach, and he actually got a nice little tan from it. So. Yeah, it was four months ago, and I got sunburnt <laughs> like crazy, and now when I take off my shirt, I just get scared. So what about you talking about bulky? He's feeling bulky. Let's talk about some some money that's that's just bulky and, and grossly disturbing. Again, we won't get into it. Uh, Giannis, kind of yeah. you know. Took it took the next step here and just signed a fucking five year two hundred twenty eight point two. I feel like I have to add the point two because like fuck, I'll take a point two any day of my life. Million dollar uh super max extension, obviously with the with the franchise. This is the largest deal in NBA history. My God, man, Giannis is a, a once in a generation superstar. This is an absolute monster move for the Bucks. Yeah, I like this. I I mean, obviously there was questions. I mean, multiple teams were making roster changes, um, making some some money moves to potentially, you know, get Giannis uh, on their roster for, you know, after this next season. He comes out, you know, thanking his bar. The barber was thanking him. People were starting yeah. all these rumors of maybe is he leaving, is he staying? Then he just quietly kind of comes out with this, hey, I signed a deal. It's over with. I'm a buck for the next five years. Yeah. I like the move. 
he's kind of he's kind of filling the the Damian role litter, uh role for me and yeah. being that hometown hero type. And I like it. I like that he's. I know, love it. Chasing. Give me a little something. Give me a little something on that. I love that Giannis staying, man. That's a guy who's mother effing loyal out here, my soldier. Yeah, I like that a lot from him. Um, hopefully, he'll get a ring or two. We don't know. They obviously, you know, are going to do everything they can, right, to get the mm. the rosters to kind of, you know, built around him and and make a, a a further push than getting bounced in the second round. But yeah, what about kinda... you? What about yeah, you on your thoughts? Yeah, my thoughts are I was just going to say that they, you know, they kind of screwed up, not getting Bogdan. Then everyone was like, oh, my God, they didn't cite Bogdan Bogdanovich. No, Giannis is going to get out of here. Dude. Bogdan who? I'm sorry. He hasn't done shit in the league yet, my guy. Jeru Holiday, I'm, I'm on the sticks. I got you, brother. I got you. Bring in Jeru Holiday. He's just so much better. Uh, it definitely influences Giannis. It's influenced Giannis's decision to stay, in my opinion. They still got Chris Middleton. My God, he looks like Kobe. Um, so he's got some sort of juice in him. Uh, you know, they just got to figure out the bench players. DiVincenzo, Connington, uh, and Brooke Lopez is still there. They brought in DJ Augustin. They'll figure it out. Eric Bledsoe, I kind of thought he was a cancer to the team a little bit. Just kind of had a weird game to him. But uh, Giannis staying, man. I love guys like this. Love John Wall stays with the team, you know, for years and years. Like we're talking about Dame, everybody else. Let's get Vic to stay a little bit. But, yeah, Giannis still still got them as my uh, my top contenders in the East. I feel like they go this year. Just they, they've had the experience. Other teams like the Celtics and the Sixers have had their chance, have had their chances. And I just feel like the Bucks haven't had that real chance yet. They were in the bubble last year, and it was I don't know what they're going to do for the playoffs this year, but it's not I don't think it will be a bubble again. So we'll see what happens. All right. I mean, quick thoughts. I think you got Giannis still winning MVP next year. Is he going to, you know. Dude, it's hard. Back to back to back to back to back. No, my God, that wouldn't even be fun for the game anymore. Giannis, please give him something else. Just give him another award. But he is, like I was saying, he is, you know, a once in a generation superstar. So. I don't know, man. MVP is weird. I think Luca is like top runner right now. Steph might get thrown in the mix. Didn't I say that somebody was going to win the MVP? N- neither of those names this weekend? I no? have no idea who it was. Uh, we okay, we, we were, were talking doing... about it, but okay. I don't remember what that conversation was. All right, let's, uh, you know, talking about, you know, the loyalty aspect. Let's move into James Harden. Obviously, I'm loving these transitions right now. I think we're, we're doing yeah. an amazing job on the transitions. Yeah, uh, let's move into James Harden here. Um, obviously, we see him not being as loyal. Says he wants out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Where is he going? Can we can we walk through some options of potential trades maybe that will possibly land the James Harden? I know yeah. there's a bunch of couple you know teams that are out there. Walk me through some some possible trades. And so here are some Rockets potential trades for James Harden. Keep up if you can. We have about six teams, two, three, four, five. I'm not good at math. Five teams that want James Harden. So we'll break it down with the most popular one is the 76ers. 76ers would receive James Harden. The Rockets would receive Ben Simmons, Terrence Ferguson, a 2021 first-round pick, and a 2023 first-round pick. Is that a go or a no? Uh, I mean, we, I mean, we did some research. As, uh, I mean, Daryl Murray obviously said 
Ben Simmons, untouchable. I'm not throwing him in there. But Daryl Morey is the, you know, the guru of GMs when it comes to trading. He could find something he likes. Maybe throw in, you know, another player or another pick or something, and he might like it a little better than it is. But for me, I don't see this one happening. Ben Simmons, yes, he's also once in a generational player too, but I don't think after getting John Wall, you don't get a Ben Simmons as well, right? Not enough for me. So next one, obviously, Nets and Rockets. Couldn't figure out a deal, but the Nets would receive James Harden. The Rockets would receive Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Teron Prince, a 2021 first-round pick, and a 2023 first-round pick with a 2025 first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, that's where the Nets, I, I feel like the Nets, if they really wanted to give up some of their bench depth, their bench was probably one of the bigger uh, bigger contributing benches last year in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they want to give up a little bit of that, I think Chris Levert is on the come up. He could possibly be a, a superstar in this league. I don't think the Nets are really interested, um, but that would be crazy with, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden. So it just wouldn't be fair. It's a no go for me. Let's talk about a team that's that had really high expectations in the offseason, didn't land Kevin Durant's. That's the New York Knicks. New York Knicks would receive James Harden. Rockets would receive R.J. Barrett's Julius Randle, a 2021 first-round pick and a 2025 first-round pick and two second-round picks. It's not good enough for me. James Harden, R.J. Barrett are just not in the same conversation. Neither is Julius Randle. Just package those guys together, not in the same conversation. Um, then we got Nuggets and Rockets. Nuggets would receive James Harden. Rockets would receive Gary Harris, Will Barton, Michael Porter Jr., a 2021 first-round pick, and a 2025 first-round pick. I'd only take this deal if they – well, I guess they can't even get rid of Jokic or, or Murray just because they're on contract extension, right? Yeah, they're kind of – I mean, this was – I mean, honestly, this would probably be the biggest, you know, return I would see – that the the Rockets would get um, Gary Harris, very good two way shooter, um, and then Michael Porter Jr. I think he also is going to be a superstar if not this year, then the following year, just because he's lengthy, he can shoot the ball and he can play defense on, you know, the the big players out there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You, this one's probably not going to happen either, but it's it's good to look at it, you know? Then fuck it. We'll go to the next one. This is the last one. Warriors and Rockets. Of course, the Warriors had to be thrown into the mix in every single big trade. Uh, Warriors would receive James Harden. The Rockets would receive James Wiseman. Andrew Wiggins, a, 21, a 2021 first-round pick, a 2023 first-round pick, and a 2025 first-round pick. Doesn't quite make sense to me either. I mean, they're not going to give up James Wiseman, I don't think. Um, I know it's James Harden, but... I just don't see that really benefiting the Warriors. Uh, But, I mean, you know, this is my question through the whole thing about James Harden is how much influence does he have, really, if he really says, I want to get out of Houston? Are they just slow rolling this because they just, you know, hopefully he'll change his mind, or are they just slow rolling it because the value that they are getting for James Harden is just nowhere near that where they want to go? You know, they're not getting enough in, in return. I don't know, that- man. I mean, he's still on contract. They do not have to trade him. You're getting paid a lot of money to play basketball, man. Just stay with the team for one more year. I know he played, but he ended up playing with John Wall. He just looks kind of chunky, too, right? It looks like he's been eating 
a lot, a lot of food, uh, had a great off season for himself on the, on the kitchen, in the kitchen, but, uh, just stay with the team, man. It's just kind of, I'm not a huge fan of James Harden anymore. Just he's a drama queen. I don't like drama queens. I want, I want these guys to kind of just smooth sail if, if they want to get to another team once they're, uh, you know, an unrestricted or restricted free agent when their contract is done. That's kind of where I'm coming from with the whole thing. Just, I don't know, man. It just adds, it adds more drama to the Rockets, man. So I feel like they have to get rid of James Harden, maybe just to a team that the uh, the Rockets won't have to face that often, especially uh, down the line when it gets serious. Right. I agree. I, I, I think that's, I mean, James Harden will definitely be probably on the move early in the season and it will shake the world. You know, we'll hear it for weeks and weeks and weeks of if it's a good if it's a good move or not but at the end of the day somebody's going to get James Harden and they're instantly become a playoff team if they're not already so I don't know it's just hard to see somebody like James Harden that I really liked like you were saying I kind of I'm kind of shying away from him because he's kind of being that drama drama head and drama queen that why not just you know stick it out with the Rockets you know yeah, dude. It's like they built their they built their whole roster around you in the first place. Why not just continue what they've been building? And obviously it hasn't worked, but I don't know. Unless you're going to <laughs> an automatic an automatic championship contender like the Nets or something, then I'd, I then you already got another problem talking about your ring chasing. So it's yeah. kind of lose lose once you make it a, a drama situation and kind of asking to get out of a place. You kind of just it's just yeah, not. Yeah. It's just not sexy, man. It's not attractive just to watch a player like that. Come on, dude. We all got to go to work and and you know try to make a hundred bucks a day. So you know it's James right. Harden. Come on, dude. This is fucking ridiculous. Relax. Suit up and play the damn basketball game. I like that. I like that. Suit up. Lace Suit up. up. Lace them up. Get them up. Just get it done and and come and play on, basketball. dude. All right. Anyways, let's not talk about this. Killing my vibe right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into uh, man-to-man worthy or keep it moving. One of our favorite or, or more favorite subs. I guess that's how you say. It. How the fuck would you say? It? One of our favorite sub. Yeah, one, one of our favorite segments. It's probably my favorite. Uh, it's probably my all-time favorite segment that we do. I love man-to-man worthy or keep it moving. It's just it's more light and it's more it's more. I can't even fucking think. It's nine p.m. at night. All right, who? Let's get it. What we got? What we got? Yeah. All right. Uh, first up. <laughs> Uh, Kawhi Leonard goes on Jimmy Kimball and uh, Kimmel, his name is Kimmel. What did I say, Kimball? Yeah, you said Kimball, Kimball, like uh-uh. Kimmel with two, two, M's. we're gonna have no to beat. cut that out. Try it again, <laughs> Jimmy Kimball. Um, so he says there's something wrong with his hands. Uh, what, what are you thinking about this? Should we? Well, are we playing the clip for him? Let's just play a clip for him and see what they Yeah, do. it's worthy. Yeah, talk about his hands. Anything Kawhi says, let's play it. Yeah, all right. Let's play a clip real quick, and uh, we'll uh, talk about it afterwards. Are there disadvantages to having huge hands like that? Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I don't notice until I see either my friends or someone else doing an activity, and... You know, I'm like, I can't do that. Like, putting putting my hands in my own pockets. Like, sometimes it's <laughs> <very> too small. <laughs> so my guy can't put his hands in his pockets. I don't know what the fuck that's about. What is I guess, that? yeah, I, I I can't do things. I can't do some activities that my friends do. <laughs> like, put my own hands in my pockets. 
that's crazy. I guess his hands are too big. Is that what he's trying to get at? Yeah, but the thing that caught my attention the most, I think, is, like, he answers these questions in a way that, like, the questions are obviously, like, somewhat of a joke. Because Kimmel says, you know, as he, I don't think we showed it, actually. We didn't show it. But before that, Kimmel's talking about, did you realize that you had a man's hands when you were a little baby? And he was like, it's obviously a joke. And he was like, no, I mean, I guess I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that as a, a, a baby, but had a lot of my friends. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on, robot. Give me some enthusiasm. Give me some personality, my guy. That's almost a bit, though. Is it's that's what's funny is because he'll just not understand that it's coming as a joke, and he's just gonna answer it in that way. You know what I mean? Social cues, man. Yeah. Um, you want to move on? Let's go on to the next. Uh, yeah, it's just Kawhi. What we love it. What's next? Uh, Rudy Gobert uh, signs yeah. five year deal, two hundred and five million dollars. Uh, sticking with the Jazz, and I guess. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? What do you, you got? Something Man, for me here? this signing was so fucking sick to me, brother. No pun intended. Pun intended. I'll let you soldiers. I keep that shit moving, my guy. All right. All right. No, nothing else on, on, on the. <laughs> all right. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's cool. I mean, Rudy Gobert, keep it moving. Yeah. Don't just don't don't do the touchy touch, man. I mean, him, they, him and Don signed both big contracts. Going to be playing together. Just don't do the touchy touchy, man. No touchy touchy. Uh, another uh, kind of uh, social cue here. We got Anthony Davis uh, caught on camera. I guess it was perceived to be cutting his toenails uh, mm, during the during the game. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, is this worthy? Or are we keeping it moving? It's worthy. I guess we'll talk about it. I mean, I'll probably go like three months without clipping my toenails. My shit looks nasty, brother. But it's probably why girls don't talk to me, man. Uh, hey, D, yeah, you pretty boy. Yeah, doing that. If you're doing that, man, get yourself a little brow wax in between, my guy. But talk about the Lakers for a sec, who by they didn't he didn't he didn't suit up. You know, first two preseason games against the clip the clip the clip the clip the Clippers. It's kind of funny. Um, and then <laughs> that was good. I like that one. That was actually. I'm, a good I'm one. coming with the puns, man. I'm coming with the puns. And then I guess this was against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, after he clipped his toenails, he went on to have 10 points in only 17 minutes. And, and, and perhaps the, the trimming of nails just made all the difference for AD as he, you know, topped the Lakers in scoring uh, that next night. Uh, I think he scored like 35 points, had a couple rebounds, a couple blocks in between. But Lakers are 4-0, man. Keep, keep you know, trimming the, uh, the toenails, clipping them up, and continue to carry that momentum into the regular season as they face the Clippers once again this week on the 22nd. Yeah, I must say, though, after, I mean, playing basketball with, like, a, a toenail that's a little bit long and your your toes are, like, rubbing up, that shit is is definitely, uh, like, hard to deal with and play with. So I'm with it. I mean, if you got to do it in the middle of the game, maybe go to the locker room. Maybe go to yeah. the locker room. Not so everybody can see it. I don't know if you just, what, it was a preseason game, thought nobody was watching them, whatever. I don't know, but. I mean, good for him, right? Good for him. Yeah, uh, good for him. You know, hygiene. That's cool. Yeah. We'll uh, next up, next up, we got uh, Jeremy Lin uh, enters the uh, the NBA world once again, right? Uh, yeah. He said he they they were working out a contract with the Warriors. I guess it didn't end up happening. Um, 
what do you what are your thoughts on this? What is this? I, this was huge. Jeremy Lin, you know, all time stud. You know, it's just it was unfortunate. I guess they couldn't get the deal signs before the uh, 11 p.m. deadline. So, what did the Warriors do? They signed guard Eli Pemberton and then cut him. So Jeremy Lin, man, you had your chance. Can he come back to the Warriors? Like, can they have mutual interest again? Maybe like after the the All Star break, or, or I guess is is it the trade deadline? Uh, I think it was the team with the. I don't know. I think at the end of this the day, contract think... was just a, every player had to just sign a contract between the player and the club. Right, and so I think him missing that means that he has to stay, and he can't come. I don't know unless the Warriors like buy him out. I don't really know what it is. But my first instinct was I don't think he really wanted to come back to the NBA. I think this was just okay. kind of a a generous thing. Hey, come come, you know, try to make it in the NBA. And did he play, uh, he played for the Warriors too, didn't he? I don't think he actually suited up. I, I think, think he, I think Jeremy Lin. Hold up, we're looking this up. Yeah, Warriors. He played for the Warriors. Uh. No, he no. didn't. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, keep it moving, I guess. Jalen, we still love you over there, bro. Keep balling. Uh, last up here is we got the Kyrie pregame. I mean, this guy is doing everything under the sun to get himself right <laughs> for games. Uh, what do you think about the, the whole Sage pregame show? Is that something you're doing next game that you – you going to the YMCA, lacing it up, and, and doing the whole sage. What, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? I think he was a little nervous, man. You know, meeting this his former team, he performed this you know Native American ritual to quote unquote cleanse the energy uh, at the garden. And he, I guess before they took the court, I, he says he's going to start doing this every single game now. It's it's a practice known as smudging. So Irving's just trying to stick out, man. Not really a huge Irving guy either. Not not at all, to be honest yeah. with you. Just kind of more of a drama queen, kind of staying away from those guys in the NBA this year. Uh, but you know, he he says it just it just comes from a lot of the a lot of comes from a lot of native tribes. But I mean, fuck it, dude. If you're gonna score 17 points and then and then beat your former team, might as well do anything you can to get your team balanced, is what he said. Yeah. So I guess he's gonna start doing this just. If it keeps the COVID away, man, do what you got to do. So, <laughs> I don't COVID think energy, would... man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't think the COVID had anything to do with uh, him doing the COVID's watching, man. But once you get that <laughs> sage going, it's saying, hold up now. Hold up. This is clean in here. This is cleansing the energy. You know, COVID likes, COVID likes dirty. COVID likes dirty armpits, man. COVID likes nasty breath. COVID likes house parties when you're bumping up next to each other in Nashville, Tennessee. COVID is around still, but once you throw out Sage, my guy, COVID ain't no more. That's I guess you keep keep the uh, the whole good juju around you, you know, make yeah. sure you stay healthy. Um, I guess let's uh, close it out by let's – I mean, what are you looking forward to the most about these, you know, these Christmas Day games? Are you, it's, is it more yeah. the matchup or are you – the matchups uh, or just seeing basketball on the TV again. What's seeing basketball on the TV, man, but there's always such great games on Christmas. It's like watching, you know, Thanksgiving football games. You got, we'll just cap it off again, recap it starting out 
on Friday of this week, Pelicans Heat. I think that's going to be a great game. That's the one where I talked about could be an upset. Um, Pelicans could take the Heat. Got Zion balling. You know, he's looking good, not on a minutes restriction. Coming out, he, I mean, he already faced the Heat a little bit. Uh, got some, you know, playing time against him a little bit already. So that'll be a fun one to watch. Net Celtics, same thing, man. They're gonna they're gonna play hard, man. That'll be a good game. That's in the middle of the day, um, and then I guess Warriors, Bucks, Mavs, Lakers, and then Clippers, Nuggets. The game I'm probably most excited to watch is probably the one that's Nuggets Clippers, right? I mean, wouldn't you say so? Isn't that's just a rematch of of what went down in the finals last year? I'm glad you brought that one up because I definitely think that's you know the statement game to open up. You guys, you know. Paul George back in action. Kawhi, they're not going to, you know, let these Nuggets push them around like they, you know, we saw last year. So I do like that matchup the most. I think that would be at least the most gritty one, you know, having a little bit of excitement, knowing what happened, like you were saying last year. Um, but, yeah, I I like it. I just – my thing is I'm just glad to have basketball on. Christmas Day, you know, I'm going to be, you know, opening presents in the morning. And then, you know, probably having the the games on all the entire day and just, you know, spending time with the family and stuff. So Yeah. Who who's your upset if you had to pick one? Um I think the Pelicans, I guess I, for me it's not really upset, but the the Pelicans could come out and smack the, the heat just mm-hmm. like that and um kind of turn heads, you know, the heat obviously coming off the short offseason. But I think in my eyes, I guess it's not really an upset because I'm not the highest on the heat coming in for this next season. But definitely, okay. I think the Pelicans could, could you know. All right. So Pelicans, Pelicans, uh, Pelicans, Bucks, Celtics. I'm going Celtics over Nets, Lakers, and Clippers. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. But uh, I guess, I mean, with that, man, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah. I mean, to everybody that's out there, just, you know, stay safe and, you know, spend some good time, quality time with your family, right? Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks to everybody who who donated, you know, to our cause, giving back to the homeless again this past weekend. We really appreciate all the support that you guys give us uh, night in, night out, just on everything, man. It's cool to see that we get support. Keep rocking with us. Um, we couldn't have done it without you though. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We got new merch out. The merch is out on our website, man to man podcasts. There's an S on the end of that.com. Be sure to grab that before it's all out. You know, if you're rocking with the boys, man, come follow us uh, for more content. Hit us up on any of our social media pages at man to man podcast. Like Liam was saying, man, spend quality time with your family. It's all we got right now. It's, it's a year of just kind of doing that and laying low, and, and we'll see what next year. Uh, brings us but let's try to end it out in the right way you know merry christmas and and, yeah go ahead i was gonna say definitely go get the merch go get the merch it's on the website (laughs) liam's always like go get that damn merch go get the merch and we got got people i got people dming me and and texting me and all this and that hey i need the sweatshirt give me a sweatshirt or give me the shirt i want that i'm like hey get the website going go on there you Come got on. the whole – you can find anything you want, all sizes, whatever you want. But yep. I guess with that, man, uh, namaste to them. Namaste yeah. to them. Yeah, namaste to you guys. And, fuck, we'll catch you next week. Pace the Nation, baby. <laughs> Only in the night. It ain't about nothing. I'm straight hustling.